0: Hey guys, welcome back to Roundtable Rundown. I am Alex Hyman here with Gideon Hyman. We just had the best interview with future Hall of Fame wide receiver, Larry Fitzgerald. Hope you guys enjoy it.
1: Hey Mr. Fitzgerald, how's it going?
0: Good, how you doing today? Good, thank you so much for doing this. This is unbelievable,
1: we're so honored. No
2: problem, no problem.
1: Um, So I know you're short on time, so should we just jump right into things? Yeah. Okay, great, thank you. So um, I'm here, Gideon Hyman, um, with my brother Alex Hyman again. So, you know, I did a lot of research on your career and, uh, you know, we had a lot to talk about for the football part of it. But um, I was really interested in something you wrote about in the Players' Tribune about uh, Coach Dennis Green, um, the great, late uh, Coach Dennis Green. Um, And I was wondering if you would mind talking about um, the impact that he had in your life. And, you know, I read how you had, um, you know, that amazing position to be a ball boy for the Vikings and, you know, what that whole experience really meant to you leading up to Coach Green actually drafting you for the Cardinals?
2: Well, no, I've only, I only had two jobs um, in my life, and both of them. Coach Green essentially, you know, put me in a position to have. And so he, he played a, a huge part in my life, you know, especially as a child, giving me an opportunity to do something I was passionate about sure. and enjoy. And um, also, you know, he did a radio show with my father right weekly every every Monday and so not only that but he's you know helping put food on the, on the table for us and and so I just had the, the most respect for him and what he's still for and um the opportunities that he would he would give people close to him and mm-hmm. and there's no way I would be in the position that I'm in now if it wasn't for him and the sacrifices that he made and uh, the doors that he opened for us
1: right and so having you know that special connection in childhood how special was it for him to draft you in Arizona
2: it was uh, it was actually pretty difficult, actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it w- I would imagine you and your brother, like hmm. you know, working for your dad. I mean, right. yeah, it's a great opportunity, but you know, they, it comes with you know extremely high expectations. And, right, I hadn't thought you know, about that. You're, you're working, you're working for somebody who you know, essentially put his career on the on the line to bring you in, and he, you know, so you just have a, a, a really Great sense of uh, pride to try right. to go out there and do it, do it for him. Mm-hmm. And so, it wasn't. It was. It was more difficult, you know, being twenty years old and sure. you know trying to deal with the gravity of it. So it wasn't. It wasn't like easy by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And he was really hard. On, he was really hard on me too, because mm-hmm. you know, he wanted me to be. He wanted me to be great. So, sure.
1: um,
2: so I wouldn't say it was like the smoothest, easiest transition. I, I knew I was going to have to work my tail up.
1: Right. And um, when you were working as a ball boy for the Vikings, um, you know, around Chris Carter and Randy Moss, did you get any sort of influence from their game, you know, watching them all the time? Or um, were there any cool stories, um, you know, being around them? And did they influence your position as a receiver at all?
2: Yeah, I mean, they had – those guys were so talented, but two completely different games. Now, Randy was a, a premier speed guy jumping – Chris Carter was much more of a, a rock-running technician with fantastic hands and red zone awareness. I mean, they both played completely different but were equally as effective
1: sure.
2: um, in, in how they went about their business. And, um, you know, so I learned a lot from both of those guys, also guys like Matthew Hatchett and mm-hmm. Chris Walsh and um, Jake Reed, all the other receivers. So it was great to be able to, to see them up close and personal, see their work ethics how they, you know, took care of their body, the food that they ate, you know, the quality time they spent with their families, all the things that, you know, would would be relevant to me as I, you know, progressed into my career in the National Football League. So I got a chance to see that at 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, all those years.
1: It's amazing. So, you know, you mentioned how your father was a sports journalist um, for a long time in Minnesota, um, had the radio show with Dennis Green, Currently, I feel like in sports, uh, the media gets a lot of a hard rep and um, a lot of negative media um, from the players. But um, how would you say that your father being in journalism has kind of shaped your attention to the media and your reaction to the media and how you treat them?
2: Well, I treat everybody with respect, regardless of what their job title is. Right, and that my parents always, you know, instilled in us. But um, I think the, the media has an important role in, in telling the story of the athletes, the teams, um, and they have a relationship with the fans. Um, and the fans want to know about the game. They want to understand and see it through the perspective of the athletes' eyes. And, you know, I just understand that a lot of guys have issues with with the journalists and how they go about their business. But I, I think I'm a little biased because, you know, my dad's in the business. Sure. and And I, I can – understand and see, you know, the, the role that it plays.
0: Hey, Mr. Sheryl, this is Alex, and I got to talk to you a little bit when you were in Boston you know, with my dad, so it's great to finally talk to you. Um, I was watching um, Senator McCain's funeral a couple months ago, and I remember your speech very well, and you said um, how your relationship with him was very special and how you were an unlikely friendship, but um, the bond was close. So. What, what was that relationship with him like, and what have what you done from him and from
2: that friendship? Well, you know, I was, you know, a pretty quiet kid, and I, when I first met him, I didn't really, you know, have a whole lot to say, but he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself at the time, and really kind of, you know, helped just grow the relationship, and, you know, it started off, you know, really organic, and, you know, he just. Invite me to different things, and call me or text me out of the blue, and and you know really just kind of just start bringing me in the fold. And I got a chance to learn so much from him, and get a chance to learn about his story, a chance to meet his family, and um, you know it was it was an invaluable relationship. I was blessed to be able to have with them and his family, and uh, you know for him to ask me to um, to say to say some words at at, at his eulogy, um, you know it was one of the greatest honors I've had. Yeah, that's uh, pretty powerful.
0: And, um, my other question for you was, I know that you promised your mother that you would go on finishing, <laughs> to finish college. Um, what was it like trying to balance um, playing in the league, playing at the elite level that you play at, and also trying to fulfill that promise of um, finishing school, which I know we're not in college yet, but we know how hard it is to be a student. So, yeah, we not, that I like? Well, I didn't, I didn't do any
2: classes during the season. I only took classes during the off season, so mm-hmm. it was during during a time where I, I would I would have a little bit more time than I would during during the, during the year. So, I, I think I just you know, try to balance the time and you know do work around get schedules and things like that. But I if mean, it's important to you, find a way. I can I can be honest with you and tell you it wasn't you know it wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination you know, the <laughs> right. work like it's gonna take for you guys to graduate but sure. you know if it's important if it's important you'll 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 figure it out. Sure.
1: So, Mr. Fitzgerald, our last question here is: Is there any advice that you would give to any student athletes who are aspiring to be you know successful college athletes or even professional athletes one day?
2: Yeah, I, I would say um, you know first. You know, if you're in college and you're just trying to be a pro but get your degree, there's no guarantees in life.
1: Sure.
2: Um, I would also say it's something that you're really passionate about. You know, find somebody who's a positive mentor that can help you avoid some of the pitfalls that um, Yeah. along the way. So, you know, find somebody you really respect, reach out to them. And I try to do that as much as I possibly can with with, with college athletes. I you know, try to make sure I'm available for them, and yeah. I can help them, and try to you know, help them avoid some of the things that that happen. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of lot of issues. You know, social media. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. all so many different things that you can you can get yourself into that sometimes you don't need to be involved in. Mm-hmm. And so I would I would encourage them to, to
1: yeah,
2: how they want to control their careers.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Mr. Fitzgerald.
0: um, I hope you have a great season
2: coming up.
1: Yeah, it really means so much for us to fulfill the promise to us that you made. It's unbelievable, and we're we're so honored to be able to talk to you.
2: Oh, man, it's great talking to you guys as well, man. You you guys take care of yourselves, all right?
1: Thank you, you you too. too. Okay, Okay, have a great. Bye-bye.
0: So, guys, thanks for tuning in. That was future Hall of Fame wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald. Um, such an honor to be able to talk to him and interview him, and we'd like to thank him, and uh, we'll see you next week.
1: Thank you guys so much, and uh, thank you to Mr. Fitzgerald. Hope you guys can tune in to another interview or another uh, roundtable rundown.